WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. For WPGU News, I'm Laszlo Richard Toth. It's Monday, February 21st, 2022. The 2022 Winter Olympics came to a close yesterday in Beijing, China. Norway ended up with 14 gold medals and 37 medals total, the most in both categories. The Russian Olympic Committee followed with 32 total medals, and the United States had the fifth most medals, 25 in total. Team USA bobsledder Alana Myers-Taylor made Winter Olympic history as the first black athlete to win five medals at Olympic Games. Finland beat out heavily favored Russia for the gold medal in men's hockey, and Sui Wenjing and Han Song of China won the gold in Paris skating. American slalom star Michaela Schifrin failed to finish her third individual race of the Games and left without any medals. The last U.S. medal went to Jesse Diggins, who won silver in the 30-kilometer cross-country race on Saturday. The closing ceremony was a familiar sight featuring theatrics and cultural traditions after an Olympic Games fraught with controversy and COVID-19 restrictions. Many athletes were not even present at the closing ceremony, choosing to leave immediately after they finished competing to escape the rigid COVID-19 policies in place in China. The next Winter Olympics will take place in Italy in 2026. The Illinois men's and women's basketball teams both competed this weekend. The men's team beat Michigan State on the road, 79-74, on Saturday, and the women's team lost to Northwestern, 82-59, at home on Sunday. Kobe Coburn led all scorers with 27 points in the Fighting Illini's win, while Jacob Grandison scored six three-pointers and a season-high 24 points. Illinois never trailed in the game and led as many as 16 in the second half before Michigan State nearly pulled off a big comeback. The men's team moves to 12-4 in the Big Ten and is tied for first place ahead of their clash with Ohio State at State Farm Center on Thursday night. The women's team kept things close in the first quarter but went into halftime trailing by 11 points. The Fighting Illini eventually went into the fourth quarter down by 15 and they could not mount a late comeback to drop their ninth consecutive game. Ali and I led Illinois with 15 points and Eric Porter added a career-high 13 points off the bench in the loss. Illinois now sits at 1-11 in conference play and will take on Minnesota in Minneapolis on Thursday. Mayor Deborah Frank Finan released a statement Thursday denouncing events that occurred at last week's city council meeting. The statement was regarding remarks from Alicia Beck, a council member from District 2, who said she didn't want to hear a couple's experience with gun violence because it occurred in a predominantly white and upper-middle-class neighborhood. Beck said gun violence in the community is not new and that residents coming in should be firstly concerned about how many affected by it are black and brown. Councilmember Fulmer seconded the remarks. A couple who spoke about their experience with gun violence tried to comment back, but Mayor Finan rejected their attempt. Mayor Finan's statement said she cares about all community members and their comments and that no one's perspective should be ignored. Two people are hurt after a fight and shooting early yesterday morning. Police responded to Clark and Randolph around 2 a.m. where they found evidence of a shooting. One man was shot and sustained a non-life-threatening injury. Anyone with information or outside security cameras in the area is encouraged to call Champaign Police at 217-351-4545. The inaugural Black and Latinx Summit took place over the weekend at the I-Hotel. The summit consisted of panels, talks, and discussions over the course of two days. This is the first year that the Black and Latinx Men's and Black and Latinx Women's Summit were hosted as the same event. Jordan Brown, a planning chair for the summit, was involved with the planning of the two prior men's summits. The two summits were combined really to address uh, how looking at things from a gender binary perspective were leaving identity groups out, and so we really wanted to be as inclusive as possible. Not only is this the first year that the summits were merged, but it is also the first in-person summit since the beginning of the pandemic. The theme this year was Transforming Our Resilience Into Power. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Tori Gelman. 
Jackson Janes, Jane Knight, Josie Alameda, and myself. Our sports editor is Jackson Janes, and our regional editor is Josie Alameda. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Laza Richard Toth. Thank you.